What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, it's Ocean. What's up, it's your man, Crucial. Make sure you guys check out our new single on September 18th, Do What I Want. It's going to be available on all platforms. Make sure you check it out, download it, share it, dance, have a good time. And make sure you check us out on Cherry's World Podcast Live. Watch the full interview now with Pins Deep on the official Cherry Johnson YouTube page. Cherry's World is brought to you by Less Is More Events. Get live. Welcome to Cherry's World. What's up, Cherry's World? I got another homie in the house. I mean, like, this has been my real friend since I was a teenager. He is an NBA great. He used to play for the Toronto Raptors, but before that, he was a Arkansas Razorback. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about life after the NBA with Mr. Oliver Miller. This is Cherry's World. Making Memories Sales Series. It's a sale that allows families and people in our communities in any city, state, or showtime to attend a series of events at a lower price than most, such as like the Trolls Live, Disney on Ice, the Universal Soul Circus, concert, sports, and more. Contact Less Is More Events at 202-930-3533. Again, that's 202-930-3533. Visit the website, getlimetickets.com. They're on social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter. Less is more events. Get out and lime. If you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. 
Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. I am happy to show you guys the best thing to come out of 2020. It's called the Stress Phone. It's a cool new stress reliever with a digital link to the emotional healing box. You can get yours today at stressphone.com. And by the way, the Stress Phone is a black owned business. And right here, Courtney. Uh-oh. I don't I can't pinpoint the first time I met this man. I'm not sure if it was on an elevator or if it uh-uh. was in brother's lot. Uh-uh. He was in the lobby. We were just checking in. Okay, so we okay. Long time ago, my cousin, who was a baby at the time, she was like eight or nine, we were having a slumber party for her at the Ritz Carlton. I we went to check in and all of a sudden there were all these really tall black guys everywhere. <laughs> and this black man walks up <laughs> and says, What you doing with your big forehead? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who that was, do you? Oh. Oh, so that wasn't me. That was you in a big purple suit. <laughs> And he look, the girls wow. were I was with a bunch of little girls and they were so excited. Come to find out there was a basketball team downstairs and he was so nice. They got and they met the girls and the girls were geeked up and he just became my friend and stayed my friend. But yeah, he cracked on my head. Uh, no, I didn't. The first thing I said to you, I was like, hey, you the girl from Family Matters. She's talking about, yeah, how you doing? I was like, yeah, so I'm a big fan. Ain't nobody said nothing about that forehead. Man, don't start that. Hey, but you Stop. know what they say about uh, girls with <laughs> foreheads, right? What they say? Oh, it's not. It's not appropriate for this type of show. Go ahead, uh, Cherry. Come on, don't stop it, man. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Mm. That's good. Okay, well, am I, is it, can I go ahead? Yeah, you, you go ahead. Look, <laughs> I don't even know what's going to come out of even one of y'all's mouth. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, let me let me get to the basketball, man. Cause, All right. Uh, I had We had Cedric Sabalas on uh, last year. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that time has sped up so fast. And I asked him, because me and my buddy, we argue all the time about, I'm from Chicago, so we argue about the 93 NBA Finals. And mm-hmm. I always say that if Seth Sabalas would have played that in that Finals, the Phoenix Suns would have won, because y'all took them to game six, and it took a Paxson three for the, the win. So if Seth Sabalas would have been there. And Did man, you tell him that? I told Seth Sabalas that, and I told my boy that he still think I'm drunk. He like, what Seth say? Oh, Seth said he used to give it to Pip. He said he used to. I tell every time I tell Seth, if it wasn't for you, I'll have a ring. (laughs) (laughs) If it wasn't for Seth, I I forgot to ask him what happened to him. I forgot he had a uh, fractured bone in his foot. 
Oh, yeah. In the Seattle series. Damn. Yep. Yeah, I have bling. I don't, no, I don't think I wear it, but I have me a bling bling. <laughs> and you got on a sun shirt today. So. Uh, well, you know, being an uh, inner city kid that I am, anything that's free, I'm aware. So if you had sent me a shirt saying, Cherry jo Johnson with Cherry right, I would have it on for this. We'll send them. Look, remember you said that because you about to get a shirt with my face wanted or something. Okay, well, go okay. ahead. Cherry's World Podcast. Make sure that forehead ain't, you know, ain't overtaking the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Since you bringing up the forehead, I didn't bring it up. I never talked about your forehead. I, you know, but, you know. Hey, now, hey, boo. <laughs> yeah. Now, when O and I used to hit the streets hard, right? I'm mm. going to give you the backstory. He used mm. to play the Toronto Raptors, and he also did Space Jam, which was right next to to Family Matters. And when these boys came in town, I used to smush Big O, Marcus Canby, and somebody else in the Toyota Camry. That was my car. Mm. I, I roll up, pick them up, they smush in, and we, we roll out. Back then, it was like the Century Club. Mm. Is where Man. we used to get our spots. I be trying to give Courtney like a little taste of how it <laughs> used to be in the 90s. Can you explain how good we had it and how like California really used to get his party on? I mean, people always ask me, would I go back and play? I'm like, I go for the check. But the way social media is, no, <laughs> because you know, we had we had more freedom there. We can go wherever we want to go. We have to worry about no cameras being in our face. We don't have to worry about nobody putting nothing on the internet. We have to worry about none of that. But now, any and everywhere you go, you got to worry about somebody saying something or do you know this just trying. I'm like you know, but I mean yeah, back in the day it was cool. We just go out have fun and you know. But nowadays these young people, boy, who you got. You gotta have a curfew because they got crazy after a certain certain time. So yeah, back in the day it was it was it was nice, fun. It was nice and humble and sweet, Courtney. I also gotta tell you that Big O was the one that taught me like I didn't know what a groupie was. Mm. I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know about nothing. Right. So Oh, I, that's water, y'all. That's water. I'm just letting y'all know that's water. <laughs> <laughs> I actually flew out to Dallas to see O in his hometown. He was playing. And when I checked in the hotel, the guy was like all secretive and took me to the room. And I was like, oh, wow, there's a ton of beautiful women in the lobby. Like, I didn't know why they were being all secretive, but the team hadn't arrived yet. And when O and the boys got there, I was like, oh, you see, I think there's like, I literally said, I think there's a beauty pageant going on down. <laughs> they were looking like that. They were all made up, cake face, hair was big, they had on these tight little dresses. So all I could think is it has to be like a beauty pageant. Oliver was like, baby, come here. He took me, we could yeah. a little box and he was like, all them girls right there is waiting for these boys to go shopping. Mm. And I was like, mm. to what store? I want to go shopping. And he was like, no, baby. That's mm -hmm. what they're buying. Those are groupies. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
I, I'm saying all this to say, like, <laughs> what set me apart? Like, how did I become kind of like baby sister, baby girl, where you guys kind of just like coveted me and taught me about life? <laughs> you, you know, it's crazy about you bringing up Dallas because one of those players met one of those girls in the lobby and he was from Italy and he had a fiance back in Toronto. And while he was in Dallas, he called the fiance, told her to pack her stuff and go back home because he found another woman. So that's funny you brought that. Yeah, this is serious. Just like uh, the so, problem nights. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. It was it was funny. He called, he said, you know, we're no longer together. You know, I met somebody else. And, you know, then I got accused of setting them up because <laughs> setting them up with the girls because I'm from uh, DFW, I'm from Fort Worth, but we was in Dallas, so they thinking that's my hometown. And I had a bunch of girls and set all the guys up. And I'm like, look, I, you didn't have I, nothing to do with that. I have nothing to do with it, but yeah, it's funny. But I mean, it's like um, when when you see young young sisters as yourself that, that's in the industry or whatever is going to be around it. You know, we just try to keep you hip to the game. That you know, you know, keep you keep you aware of your surroundings, and because you know, as I'm pretty sure you got older, you see. Around your surroundings, it's more. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, you know, my just, eyes are wide right. open now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's, it's, and and nowadays, it's, it's you really got to be on the lookout. You don't know who got their camera on. So right, you know. But then it's like you know, just be aware of your surroundings, and you know, oh, like when you go to Atlanta, you gotta know that look. So. <laughs> You gotta know that look. So, so you know, it's just, it's just, we're just trying to help a young black sister because we want you to get caught up in a mix. Thank you. I, I haven't gotten a chance to say thank you to Marcus, but to you, like, thank you. I don't well, think you realize and how. Also, also, your mama threatened me, so I, <laughs> they don't know the story about mama me, so. <laughs> Uh -oh. I had to look out for you. <laughs> oh, oh, got me grounded. Oh, got me in trouble. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was not funny. <laughs> so, I'll tell you a story. I have a tattoo, right? Yeah. I got it when I was way too young, and I had hid it for years. I was going to call my mama on the phone and say, I think you need to go check on her ankle. She hurt it or something. No, you just got the tattoo. You just got it. And you like, man, this thing hurt. Ooh, I hope I can keep it away from my mama. I'm like, what it hurt? It hurt. And I'm like, oh, I said, let me speak to mama. I'm like, Cherry ain't gonna hurt check on this. See what's wrong with it. And next thing I know, she's like, ah <laughs> I was getting beat. Well, let me explain something to you. It wasn't <laughs> I just got the tattoo, I just got the cover up. Because oh. the original tattoo mm. said Victor. Mm. And I was like 15 when I was like almost 18. I think I covered it with a big old mm. score. So he told about the cover up. I had hid the original one for years. Mm. Well, all I heard was a scream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still tripping on big old you 6'9. And, and can be six ten, maybe seven feet, and y'all in the Camry? Yeah, 
I was like, yeah, two, two sardines. Yeah. And, uh, Cam, he about, he's seven foot. I was 6'10". I don't know if it was Sharon. Sharon, right? I don't know. I, no, Sharon never went with us. It was just me and MC. It was just me and Marcus. You but Marcus would stretch across the back, and I sit in the front. That's how we did it. And they used to keep <laughs> me, well, I would be in between them in the club, and they would keep me well protected. There was many times where I would fill the arm, and somebody just throw me behind them. I bet you have <laughs> seen you, Cherry, with them two guys walking. Because <laughs> the girls would actually, you know, just like they would throw me behind them, at times they would always throw me in front of them too. Because the girls would literally try to fight me to get to them. Mm. Yeah, LA different. Yeah, they're yeah. A, they were a hot commodity, boy. Yeah, I heard some things that I had never even thought of being with these guys, and not from that, from women. Mm. I can just imagine being Shaq and Kobe, and I ain't gonna say magic. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. So we know your basketball career, right? You are a basketball great. What do you think of the way that the NBA is handling this whole COVID situation now? Well, looks look right now look like NBA winning compared to all the other uh, sports uh, industries. Uh, you know, baseball. You know, they have more players, but. And they, they figure that since they're going to be outside in the open, they probably be safer. But, you know, they have more cases. And they look like their season's about to get canceled. Um, you know, the thing is, I mean, I've watched a couple of games, and they try to make it feel, you know, try with the virtual fans. But um, I don't think it's just the same feeling. I think it's just the same pickup games. And, you know, I think guys are more careful now because – you know, it's usually more shit talking on the floor. So I think guys are more careful now because they it's nothing to cover it up. So oh, yeah. it's just weird. So I, cause I, I told somebody the other day, I can imagine playing with the guys I played with. I mean, you BMS, I whoop your MF and A. And I, I mean, it was, I mean, that's what, when I was playing, that's the era I played in. There wasn't no, Sugar coat, they wouldn't know, you know, it was you sorry, mother. You know, we we your mama suck, you know, we let you have it. So well, that's you know, part of the passion, right? Like you guys kind of need that's part of the passion, part of the spark, part of why we get to see the a game and have some games. Oh, oh, we just don't like that player. We just <laughs> we just we don't care. So I mean it's just I'm I'm glad I'm glad it's back and I'm glad that the NBA is having less uh cases and 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 more issues being that we were the first one to expose it with with the utah jazz but i I think they handled it pretty well now what i heard how it is is you can't leave the bubble at all and you're stuck in the bubble and you know the only people that could come is your wife and kids that's it and nobody else so until playoff time Oh, is that the playoff? Yeah. Well, I don't know how it is. I mean, you know, thank God for NBA. <laughs> we know, I know the young guy mentality, right? Do you think that they are all going to stay in their bubble and sneak no one in? Mm, it, it ain't up to them. They got security. Yeah, they ain't got no choice. Trust me, it's on strict security because 
even if you leave, once you come in, you know, like Lou Williams and, and Zach, they, they, they had to go on the protocol. They had to go on the quarantine. So, you know, they, they know who's coming and who's going. Trust me. It's, they have that title tight of the White House right now. I think the question Cherry should be asking is how many of the female reporters will end up pregnant next year? Oh. Because well, I, mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen but a couple of cute ones, but I mean, you never know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want to say the same. Nice was that one. I even think like yeah. that. I'm just thinking of you know. I remember you guys had security too on the floors. Um, to be honest, we we didn't start getting security till about when they started. Let me see. I just know that we didn't start having personal security till about '98. That's when they really start bringing security. Whenever the 9/11 happened, like a year before the 9/11 happened, that's when they that's when they start having teams had their individual security. So really? it was like you know, yeah, if we when we traveled, you know, even though we went private, if we still want to take our gun, we still had to give it to our security guard, and he did all the stuff, but. I mean, Ooh, like crazy. now they have like you had three, your three to f- you, you could you uh, travel with your gun, yeah, Damn. yeah, because yeah, because a lot of guys had their permits, you know. So as long as you did the right way, having the case and no, it wasn't loaded and all that bullcrap. Yeah, the nineties was so different, man. Like I was just watching yeah. that last dance shit. Like you don't mm-hmm. like these these new players. Like Dennis Rodman drinking a Miller Lite right after the game and jumping on a motorcycle, like that was the '90s. And yeah. this new age, these guys ain't nothing like that happening. They they drink it uh, after the game. Trust me, it's not, it was a lot. It was a lot of drinking after the games when I was in the '90s, like you said. But I mean, they just because these dudes so young and they and they do dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then, like again, like I said again, you got social media. You know, social media is always after so. Especially while you're here in Arizona, this is the state that got most DUIs and they most racist. So, you know, you got to be careful here. Even when I was playing, we was winning. They were still cool, but, you know, we still knew how far we can go. You know what I'm saying? Being here in Arizona. So, you know, it was, it was man. Ooh. Talk, <laughs> talk about racism. Oh, like, how do you feel? You are a father of young black men. Um, what's going on in your house or your conversations with your babies 2020? Well, I'm, I'm glad that I, I've experienced racism going to the University of Arkansas and um, it helps me to give wisdom to my grandkids and help me to spread the knowledge, you know, with these young kids. I mean, uh, when I do basketball camps, my main thing when I talk on is focus. You know, our kids these days, they need to just stay focused. If they can focus on their phones and focus on video games, then they should be able to focus on what's going on in society and what's good and what's, what's right and what's wrong. So, I mean, my main thing is I don't care who's in the office. I don't care who's the president. I don't care. If you don't take care of your home, it doesn't matter because everything is taught in your home. And once everything is good in your home, it's going to pour out into the neighborhood. And once everybody in the neighborhood, then you can make the better, a better city. 
a better state, a better country. Then, but everything starts in our home. You know, I, people, I, I, I'm, I'm not on Facebook anymore because I get tired of hearing about everything and people have voiced their opinions. On Instagram, you know, they control it. But if you take care of your home, then, hey, that's, that's my take on racism. Because, I mean, Trump ain't paid no bill for me. He ain't met none of my kids. He ain't taught them ABCs, one, two, threes. He ain't potty training. Nothing. It starts with you. That's where it starts at. We got to start teaching our kids respect. Because, yes, you know, I just watched a video about a, a black woman that's a cop. And, and she got pulled over in Alabama and the things she had to go through. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's real. It's real. We got to take this stuff serious, but it starts in the home. If we don't educate our kids, then we still going to be lost. This is Cherry's World. All right, let's take some time out to talk about one of our new sponsors this week. Do you know anyone with less than perfect credit and looking to make an additional income working from home? then you need to talk to Herschel Miller. In less than five minutes, learn how to change your financial future forever. You can reach Herschel direct at 480-453-9345 or by email at teamdestiny623 at gmail.com. Follow Herschel on Instagram at Mr. H. Miller and use the promo code CHERRY. Get ready to change your financial future forever. Your initial switch, let me turn it around. I want to just lay you down. And I don't want to ever, ever take you through your path. Let me just show you now. You got me ready. You got me ready. You got me ready. They're more vocal on uh, social issues, more, more, mostly because of social media. Um, is that something that y'all, that you ever look back and be like, nah, I kind of wish we would have maybe touched on that a little bit? Well, uh, I can recall when I was in Toronto, I think it was the first or second year when Chris Jackson uh, didn't want to pray because he's Muslim. Yeah. Uh, so they was going against it. So I was like, you know what? I'm for my brother. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna stay behind him, even though I'm a Christian. Yeah. But we are brothers. So it's like if he why not respect what this man's belief is, what he believes in. That's you know, so yeah. then Isaiah Thomas pulled me to the side who the general manager. He said, Man, let me ask you something. Do you think they'll stand behind you if you had a, a cause? And I had to think about it because if I looked around, there was really nobody else standing for him. So I thought I'm like oh, okay, but um, some of us would, some of us would that that just didn't care, but but some of us like you know, I think Charles would have spoke out, but I don't think it was really been as as powerful mm -hmm. as as guys are speaking out now. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Well, speaking of Charles, uh, we all know what kind of personality he has, but like you said, you were six, what, six, nine, six, ten, damn near mm-hmm. 300. So he didn't try to punk you, right? He tried my rookie season. Uh, yeah, we had like a mini cap before we went to the playoffs and we went to like a little, little secluded area and we have a practice and him and Tom Chambers was getting to it. So then Tom was like, you know, hey, I'll whip your woo-woo. And then it's like we playing. So then me being a rookie, you know, he turned to me. He started getting slick right me. And I'm like, I ain't Tom. So then, you know, he snuck me. And we got to fighting. And then I just left practice. And people keep going around talking about, oh, Charles whooped you. And I tell him, if I would have whooped Charles and broke his jaw, something would have happened, I'd be bad in the city of Phoenix. Yeah. Because, you know, with him being out, we wouldn't be able to play and be able to win. So I had to do a smart thing. I like, you know, it is what, but um, Charles, he's cool, but he's just one of the dudes that just, you know, he just like to talk. But I mean, it, but some dudes, he know not to try. I'm glad there was no social media back in the day. Oh my gosh. Oh, he's like me. We'll say anything. Man, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Still don't, but you know, I got grandkids now. I got to be careful what I say. Yeah. So, all my grandkids be like, oh, G Paul, I, I saw a video of you. And I'm like, oh, that was me. Yes, it was. <laughs> I can't hear. You know, we can't hide social media. How does that feel? Oh, you are a grandfather. Like I'm talking about your young club days. You over there. I just became a mother. So mm. how does it feel to be a, a grandfather? That's a blessing. Um, I'm glad I'm, I'm at the age I am now, so I can be able to be involved with them and you know uh, play with them and you know teach them early. You know uh, I don't have to be in a walker or a wheelchair. You know, but you know it's a, it's a true blessing. <laughs> He's clowning me. He's basically saying, when I get my grands, I'm going to be in a walker or a wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm glad, though, you do, because, you know, she she made you learn how to cook. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't know how to cook back in the day, oh? Man, have you ever heard anybody burn popcorn in the microwave on a consistent basis? (laughs) But you guys gotta realize he knew me as a kid. I was a te- these are my teenage years. He's talking about popcorn. We talking about popcorn, really? <laughs> then she was like, "Oh, the house stink, duh." Yeah, I can't defend that one. <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> but then once she had that baby, she started posting videos of her cooking. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> she ain't having microwave dinners no more. <laughs> okay, we added. You, you see me now. Where am I at? In the kitchen. Mm. I feel See, like these kids, hey, with these kids, these days, they eat, man. I ain't never, you know, I... I well, I think the difference is when I was growing up, I was too busy outside. You know, now they inside, so they don't have no choice but to get hungry. So, 
And my daughter wants meals. She don't want no snacks or she wants meals. You know why? Because you started her like that. So what you expect? <laughs> That's just like dating a man. You start out, you cook a man breakfast in the morning, bed, and give him a snack for lunch and cook him a good dinner. And then once y'all get together in the year, he eats out getting paid. <laughs> so yes, that's what she wants. She been getting paid like that since he was born. Feed that baby all day. Hey, baby, let me ask you this. Yes, and this is more so about your first reaction. Because I'm thinking, I'm trying to put myself like, what was that, 94 y'all met? 93 you and Cherry met? 90, 95. 95, wow. So I just know. 95, 96, matter of fact, yeah. So I know if I would have seen her, especially 95, 96, I would have just been like, you know, just, just. And so, like, what was your, what was your just, I know you say y'all met in the uh, hotel and stuff, but it was just like, you know. That's, that's, what, what, I, that's what I did. She just said that. I'm like, oh, shit. That's all girl from Canada mother. Because I had a crush on Laura. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, where Laura at? Did you come? She's coming down, having a little slumber party, like she said. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we became real cool, and. Oh, so you were just trying to get with her to get next to Laura? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you was on Punky Brewster. She's like, you remember that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Courtney, seriously, I will go to pick them up and I'll be like, why you got them tight pants on? You ain't going nowhere. They yeah, like, no. Mm-mm, we ain't trying no problems. <laughs> That's your, hey, that was the time the Keith Close got beat up in the middle of the street at the skate ring in yes. LA. Nah, we won't have no problems. Dude. Uh-uh. Yes, that was the exact mm-hmm. time. And literally, mm-hmm. I didn't get to go out that night because he told me my clothes were not appropriate. Yeah, because you wanted to know what the group looked like when you was looking like one that night. So yeah. That's real talk, though, man. That's good looking out. That's how you, man. That's what we need to do. Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you when as, as an athlete, when we go to the when we out of town and we go to the club, the thing we're looking for is A, who got less to take off when we get home. B, we look at what she's drinking, and then we go from there. It's it's point blank. <laughs> you get her a drink, you double a drink, you get her woozy. Feed us some lives. Go eat. <laughs> go hey, feed her. Is it true? Is it true? I heard Dominique Wilkins say one time when they, during the playoffs, they would just send like a bunch of girls to the to the hotel, and and just have them basically without getting too graphic, just make the guys tired out before the game, so that the night. Now we did that. At, we did that in college, but you know. I, I never experienced that. I mean, maybe they did that to Dominique. You see what they did to Jordan in the last dance? Gave him a, a food poison. So, mm-hmm. no, that's Dominique. He's special. <laughs> I'm just a little old. They don't care about me. <laughs> that is so crazy. But, like, they are a group of really good guys. And women, really, like, I got to say, like, you got to teach your young sisters, Courtney, 
you got a daughter just like I do. Like we got to teach our daughters not to be so thirsty and not yeah. to tell them so sure. Oh, and I, so O used to have this conversation with me because I grew up with boys. Boys were always my friends. And every once in a while, I tried to have a little girlfriend here or there. It was just my homegirl, you know? I had this one friend one time and O had bought us some food because he decided that we weren't going out because it causes a little bit of attention that we were going to eat in the hotel room. You know what story I'm about to tell, O? I'm not going to say it, but O gave her a bag. He had a Crown Royal bag and it had change in it, right? And he gave her one assignment, go get us something to drink out of the machine in the hotel. We up there eating, me and oh, almost done my food. He said, No, she ain't come back. Right? Yeah, yeah. We up there eating fettuccine Alfredo and stuff, stuff you kind of need <laughs> and drink. You know what I'm saying? She never came back. So I was like, Go see where she at. So I'm looking, I'm looking. Damon Stoudemire was outside the room and I said, Yo, did you see? And he said, Yeah. <laughs> she is, so I go and I knock on the door because I'm ignorant like that you know what I'm saying <laughs> and one of the guys came out I won't give out names because I don't want you to know who the roomie was but the homie came out and was like yeah she in there and I said what is she he said nah just go back and eat I'm just going to sit here <laughs> and they in the hall and I looked at O and O looked at me and he said that's not your friend and don't bring her around here no more. Mm. No, um, I didn't like that. <laughs> can I tell you something? You were right. It took me years to realize it, but thank you. I am surrounded, Courtney, by good guys who teach me these amazing lessons. Sure, you I, think she still, I, I think she still got my current oil bag, too. So she, y'all never did get that drink? <laughs> no. <laughs> Terry, that happened to me uh, uh, um, during homecoming. The girl I went mm -hmm. on a date with, they took her and my cousin, dropped me off. I come back to school Monday. They was like, hey, man, your girl a hoe. I said, what happened? <laughs> I said, what happened? He said, man, when they dropped you off, they came over here and they, I said, damn. I was a laughing stock for like a week. <laughs> me too. I was when the guys came back in town. They was like, "Where your girls at?" I was like, mm. oh, oh, "Oh no!" See, that's what we did. See, we did that when I played Arkansas. Like, we had like a big game. We'll send like our we uh, our top notch to the hotel, and shoot, they keep them up to like four or five in the morning. <laughs> we go on the go to the game next day. We just wear them out. Yeah, they be tired. You know, they be getting proposed to and all. Like, man, if y'all only knew. Man, yeah. Man, I wouldn't have played college ball. Oh, yeah, that was lovely. I love college more than I did pros. Oh, yeah. College more lawyer. Yeah, they more lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, hey, these hey, girls here. Now, you was a center. You, you played uh, the big man spot. Now, the rumor is that Steph Curry has ruined the center position. Do you think you could play in this era where you got James Harden, Steph Curry, them just dancing on the 
three point nine. Like, what would you like? What would you? I seen Anthony Davis guard uh, guarding the three point line. He wasn't even in the, the White Howard. Them, they not even in the in the paint no more. Um, the best thing I would do is I push up, push the, the the pick up, tell him to get up under, and I just contest the shot. I mean, it's it's. Is it really according to what rules we play? We playing the rules I, I grew I, I was playing in. You know, we we can slow that down a whole bunch, trust me. But you know, but I mean with the rules they have now, you just have to push up and have to just, you know, defend your best because I mean boy, that boy, that boy right there is vicious. <laughs> Steph is vicious. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's he he almost he almost was the the, the 90s AI. So, so you, but now you saying Steph Curry is like Allen Iverson? If AI would have Steph Curry jumper, mm. just think about it. AI could get, get to that hole. He can shoot the three too, mm-hmm. and he had handles. But Steph Curry got that. Ooh, <laughs> he's special with it. I think he, Steph Curry, Curry's best. Uh, I don't know. Best word, what's the word word to say, but is that he's a good teammate. The fact that he's like selfless, right, right, mind bringing. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. the thing with Golden State. Period. They all like that. That's 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 how they flow so well because everybody on the same page. It's like crazy. You think Durant should have left? I think he messed up their chemistry. You think so? If you think about it. Look how they was playing before he got there. When he got there, it's more. Of, I mean, I understand he's a good player, but they 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 starts being stagnant, start being standstill because he's doing the one on one. Man, with Steph and them, they penetrate, kick everybody. Draymond penetrate, Iguodala come in. You know, all of them just had they. But with KD, it's like okay, he, he had top of the point, three point line. He's he gonna drive. He's gonna shoot. He's gonna kick. You know, we we just you know. So it's like you know. With them, when when he was out, it was just everything was just flowing. I mean, that's how I like basketball. I don't like that one-on-one crap. I, I like the everybody getting involved because that's how we were in Minnesota. In Minnesota, it was like we was all on the same page. Bing, bing, bing. We know KG gonna do this. We know Spreewell gonna do this. We know Sam like to do this. Boom, boom, boom. We just all on the same. But when you got a player that like to be one-on-one, it hurts the flow. Well, who? Who was harder? Well, I ain't gonna say harder for you to guard because you probably had to guard them. But tell me the difference between playing against Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. It's not a difference. Kobe, Michael Jordan Jr. <laughs> 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 I mean, no disrespect to Kobe, but I mean, if you look at it, his game, he even says it. He emulated his game after MJ, and he does everything. And MJ even said, he said, I wouldn't want to play against Kobe one-on-one because he's going to be playing against myself. But, I mean, man, I played against both of them at their prime. And, ooh, they both a beast. But, I mean, like, I, I always going to choose MJ. MJ going to always be, always be the GOAT. Always the GOAT. I don't, I don't care. It's going to be MJ, then Kobe, then LeBron. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. It shouldn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be who's the goal of all time because you can't. It's hard to compare because what MJ had to go through to get to be the goat is totally different than what these guys. Well, Kobe had to go through it too, but not as rough as MJ. 
But LeBron, it's a totally different game now. Yeah. Hey, O, now you have a lot of fans because people ask me all the time, what's up with O after the NBA? Where can they find you? What you got going on? Please let them know. You can find me at Big O Hands. No, 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 no. All over Miller. Share, you know my Instagram. I'll okay, we'll put your Instagram up. Man. Oh, I'm so <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. You, you, got, All right. you gotta come back, okay? Always. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Welcome to Cherry's World. Brought to you by Less Is More Events. Get Lime. 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 What's up? It's Ocean. What's up? It's your man, Crucial. Make sure you guys check out our new single on September 18th, Do What I Want. It's gonna be available on all platforms. Make sure you check it out, download it, share it, dance, have a good time. And make sure you check us out on Cherry's World Podcast Live. Watch the full interview now with Pins Deep on the official Cherry Johnson YouTube page. Some girls do, some girls don't. Some girls will, some girls won't. Some girls quit, some girls try. But let me tell you about one that's fly. I met this pretty thing named Kate. She was locked up for moving weight. Reading is how she escapes. Her favorite rap is Snoop Dogg and Drake. I just want to take her on a date. Grab a double-double fries and a shake. Excited about her release date. You can find you a soul inmate. Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.